coach, broadcaster, and video game impresario, John Madden. I get every game from every angle uh, every week. Why do you want to do that? Just because uh, just you're crazy? <laughs> None other than Deion Sanders Prime. I have three to four suits with me, and I'm having a problem to choose between the cream, which is a cusser. What I mean by cusser, Rich, when you see me, you're going to use profanity. That's how clean this suit is. <laughs> My official movie reviewer, Jim Moore. She's a fox. If there's a fox in the movies right now, Myla Kunis is it. I don't download many podcasts, but when I do, I prefer the Rich Eisen podcast. Here's your host, Rich Eisen. Welcome to the latest edition of the Rich Eisen Podcast presented by Bud Light. I am particularly fired up for this edition because we've got Adam Sandler in person. Adam Sandler, the star of Jack and Jill that's coming to a theater near you on November the 11th, 2011, in person in our studio. And um, he's a big Jet fan, big time Jet fan. And and I believe he's going to drop some news some knowledge about the head coach of the New York Jets and his new movie acting career. Rex Ryan in an Adam Sandler movie. Is that possible? What does Adam think about his Jets? All that neat stuff. Good time stuff. And uh, the legend of the booth himself, Jim Brockmeyer, returns to the podcast. He uh, came on last month. It was very um, moving. To have uh, a legend, a broadcasting legend, uh, Danis with his presence. With his presence. He did the plays of the month of September. And uh, now that October's in the books, he's going to do the plays of the month of October. I'll also need to ask him about Tebow and what happened with the Saints and the Cowboys and stuff like that. Because Jim's current. He's up on stuff. And uh, if there's any of you hardcore football people out there like, well, where's the hardcore football talk, Rich? It's week eight in the books, week nine coming up. Where's the hardcore football talk? Well, we've got it on another podcast you can download. Peter King, Jay Glazer, all of them together. A two-download week. That's what we're doing. I know there's some of you out there that think we should continue the two-hour podcasts, but we're just not going to do it right now. I don't I just don't think we should. I like it. It spaces things out. And uh certainly those who have uh, iPhones like to download just the one. But uh Peter King and Jay Glazer we spoke about so many different hot topics in the National Football League. Uh the Chargers, the Chiefs, the Patriots, the whole deal with Tim Tebow moving forward. What about uh, the New Orleans Saints? What happened to them this week? The Cowboys, all of that stuff. We'll talk some football coming up shortly, but uh, the hardcore folks, if you're really wanting just the hardcore stuff, listen to this too. Sit back and enjoy. A lot of laughs on this podcast presented by Bud Light. Let's get right to it. This man has a new movie coming out, Jack and Jill, on November 11th at a theater near you. Thrilled to have on the Rich Eisen podcast. Eisen. A pleasure. Adam Sandler. Good to see you. I've done a lot of movies, uh, and this is yet another one. This is yet another one? Yeah. Actually, I don't know if you're keeping score at home. You're probably not. This is the, the 12th one that you have starred in for Happy Madison. Is that much. right? Yeah. 
That's I hard. did the counting. Good job, buddy. There's the internet, and I have the counting skills, and I figured <laughs> that out. It's, it's a dozen that you've now done. Uh, Jack and Jill coming out. But before we get to that, I, I want to talk Jets with you. Go ahead. Got to talk the Jets. You, you're rocking the, the Jet green right now. I do. Four yeah. and three by week. What are your thoughts on the Jets in 2011? I'm, glad, I'm glad we're four and three. You know? Yes. We did start off stronger than four and three, and then we had a little... Uh, uh, 0 and 3 action, and now I, I feel a little bit <laughs> better. 3 action, yeah. <laughs> that was not, a, not an exciting time for us, but I feel good. I'm nervous about those bills. That's, that's going to be a, that's, that's a big one. That is a big one. Because if they win that one, they're 5 and 3. Yeah, then they're strong. They're 2 and 1 in division, yeah, moving yeah. forward. Yeah. If they're not, they're 4 and 4, 1 right. and 2 in division. You're, yeah, it's a monster. And, and uh, I, think, I think they can get that done. That's, it's, uh, the Bills are rolling pretty strong, though. They are. They are. Were, you were at one of those 0-3 games. Were I was not? at a Raiders game. Yeah, believe me, I blame the whole thing on myself. Do you- <laughs> Every time I go to any game, I'm like, if we win, I'm like, look what I brought these guys. And then when we lose, I, put, I do put it all on myself. Those guys, by the way, when I showed up to the Raiders game and I was walking, they, they, they were nice up there and they helped me get to my seats but they walked me across the field i saw i noticed i was like oh no they're taking me across the field and i have my jet stuff on this is gonna go bad and it certainly did <laughs> <laughs> you heard it from the from the black they really hole, huh? like they were kind in the beginning like adam, oh adam and then they <laughs> screamed at me and yeah because if you're not with them you're you're against yeah, them yeah i mean it's just that simple they took care of business that day too the raiders they played good they did because you were there they i <laughs> Right. That's, that's what they told me. <laughs> have you ever have you ever turned down an opportunity to go yes. to it? You have yes. be, because you didn't want to jinx them. Have you actually uh, yes. done that? Uh, I got to tell you that mm-hmm. Pat's Jets coming up mm-hmm. uh, in a couple of weeks. I was invited to that game and I said, uh, I better not be there. Better, better you are to, turning yeah, down that yeah. invitation. It doesn't make sense for me to go there and possibly lose the game for the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> Is this just Jets or all, all Yankees? I've, I've ruined you... it for the Yankees. I've ruined it for the Knicks many times. <laughs> I'd say every I, Knicks game I've ruined it for I can think I safely say, Adam, you have nothing to do <laughs> with, with the Knicks. I don't know, man. Whatsoever. All right, I, I, I think there are greater that. forces at work, perhaps, with that <laughs> team and organization. Maybe you're right. So you, you, you have literally been invited to Jets-Patriots. Big game. It's a big one, yes. We're Right, and if the Jets win in Buffalo, that it becomes even bigger. Yeah, uh, you were you were not going to that because you fear that you were you, you could be the guy to. I, you know, to send I, it I south. have a uh, this this is a terrible story, but old Brady. I love Brady as a guy, of course. Mm-hmm. He's one of the greatest of all time. And I was hanging out with him one night at a Oscar thing. Right as I got to meet Brady, and I was definitely like, "Holy cow, you, 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 this is pretty amazing." Hung out with him, but. Apparently, Brady thought I was a New England fan because I'm from there and blah, blah, blah. I was just a Brady. I sh- showed the respect to the greatness. Of course. And then I went to a, a couple weeks later, I went to a Jets-Pats game, and the Pats destroyed the Jets. This is like four years ago or something. And uh, I went to a restaurant after, and uh, Brady was there. And, and he, he walked in, and he saw me, and I was wearing my Jets hat, and he, he was so angry. <laughs> And he was even after he just took care he of the took Jets. Out and then started mocking me and walked to his seat and was very pleased with uh, him and his buddy were very pleased that I took that beating and uh, and uh, I just want to tell the Jets thank you for the last few years they've been playing much better against them. Right and and so I, I, I was he disappointed you sensed disappointment. He in was you a little heartbroken like oh I thought you were, you said so many nice things to me why uh, well, how dare you root against me. 
and it, was, it had nothing to do with his, him, him or his handsomeness. It just had <laughs> something to do with the fact that I grew up a Jets fan. Yeah, his handsomeness, and I, 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 I'm not, you know, uh, telling you tales out of school. He came on this podcast. I interviewed uh, him one-on-one, uh-huh. sitting in a similar situation right, up yeah. in New England. Right. It was a difficult two-shot for me. <laughs> you know, he really is. I mean, I, I mean, I, I tried it. I tried. This is all I can do. This is what we got. This is this is what God gave us. And yeah. the two, sh- it was just, it was, it was, it was rough. It's it rough. was rough. Yeah. He, he, uh, also the fact besides the handsomeness that he's tougher than everybody. He stays in the pocket, takes, takes those hits and just gets every pass in there. You're just like, wow. That, yeah, he's 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 like RoboCop sometimes. I know. You know that he just sees things before they happen. Yes. And but yes. the Steelers, the Steelers took care of him. They did. That was a, that was a good thing for uh, the Jets. Yeah, that did. That definitely did uh, help out the Jets. So, how far do you see your Jets going in 2011? I can't tell right now. I'm nervous. Uh, you know, I, 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 I haven't been rolling. Uh, it was nice to to get a victory, but we'll see. This Bills thing will tell a lot. And uh, and I. I, I I don't know. What do you think is going to happen? Uh, see, uh, you know, I, I sensed you were going to try and turn it on me. You help me. You help know, me. I, yeah, help I, me learn. But it, this is, you're right. This is, this is it. If they go to uh, Buffalo and win there, which is very difficult to do. Right. It, it, certainly in their history, uh, even though they did kill them a couple years ago, they, they, they can move forward. If yeah. not, they'll be four and four coming off of a bye, which they yeah. had trouble last couple years yeah. with, with the week off. Yeah. What, do you, what do you think of Sanchez? Do you believe in him? I think Sanchez has he's a great guy. He's he's tough. He's he's figuring stuff out and he I, I think like it's been in the last few years right. as the season progresses he starts rolling. So let's let's go with greatness. <laughs> Let's go with greatness. <laughs> I'm sort of sorry, you're, you're sort of in the so you're sort of I in the middle it. on him right well, now. Well, no, no, no. I'm I'm for I'm all for Sanchez okay. starting to crush people. Okay. There you go. So that's your New York Jets outlook. Uh, Rex Ryan, head coach of the Jets. Yeah. Uh, I'd, I'd love to talk with you about yes, this. Yes, absolutely. Because, again, Jack, I know Jack and Jill's coming out. Yes, Jack and Jill. Uh, November uh, yeah. 11th. Before Rex we, is not in that movie. He is not in that movie. No. But your He's next, in the next one. He's in your next film. Yes. I don't even know the title of my next one, but I know Rex is in it. <laughs> he is in it. <laughs> yeah. And, and what, is, what role does he play? He's my it? lawyer. He's, uh, he's my character in the next one is kind of a uh, dirtbag guy, and mm-hmm. he's in trouble, and... Rex is a, you know, uh, an inexpensive lawyer in town, and mm-hmm. he takes care of me. He's also a, a mammoth Patriot fan also in the movie. Do you make Rex <laughs> Ryan a Patriot Rex, fan yes. in the next movie? Yes. And how did you sell that to Rex? Uh, sprung, sprung it on him a little bit on the day. You know, we... we no, actually, no, we, we wrote it in the script. He, yeah. he read it. He was great enough to be uh, loose and funny about it. He talks about Brady. He talks about uh, the coach. Belichick and uh, yeah, he's really loose. He's and so, really cool. So he 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 knew coming in, and it, you didn't have to twist his arm no. to play a lawyer. And I gotta tell you, the the greatest. I I saw him in the hotel in the morning going to the set, mm-hmm. and I saw the uh, coach running lines with two nice girls that work for the Jets, and he, just seeing the coach in the lobby doing his lines and <laughs> memorizing them, closing his eyes, getting them right, and then we got uh, he put on a suit. Kind of a, a goofy suit, mm-hmm. and uh, he did great. He nailed it. He did nail That's it. That's fantastic. Now, is it true? Is it true? Did he? Did Rex ask you to help recruit Namdi Asamoah? No, Adam. No, I don't think so. Not that I know. I did hear about it on, on a few of my friends called up and said it was in the yeah, that in was the in the news all over yeah. the news that right. the Jets had 
asked you to be part of the wooing process to get Nandi Asamoah to the Jets. I don't think I would have been the go, go-to guy for that one. <laughs> You're not the closer no, for that? I don't think so, but I would have definitely enjoyed that. But I think our D is strong. Our D is strong. Not, I think it's going to... We got to shut down those bills. That would be that would make them even stronger. That is the first step. So Rex is in the next movie, um, yes. and uh, I, I, Michael Irvin is in yes. Jack and Jill, and Roman or Michael Irvin and Romanowski. Yeah, uh, Michael is. Uh, they they just came by and did me a favor. My character in the movie is a he does advertising, and uh, we had a party where Jack's sister Jill shows up at the party with all these famous people and mm-hmm. kind of uh, humiliates him, and Michael was. The great Michael Irvin was nice enough to come on there, and, and Romo, and uh, but uh, also, uh, what's what's the nice guy from Subway who lost all the weight? Jared. Jared's in there too. <laughs> Jared, get in your. Jared's movie, part of my. He's part of my advertising company. I did his cam- in the, in the movie. I did his campaign, and so uh, okay. My character Jill, I think, uh, talks about his weight loss and. Did Jared have any specific requirements, <laughs> uh, green room requirements? Was he was he a prima donna or anything like that? He just he just kept saying, "Keep Quiznos away from me." <laughs> no matter what, all footlongs must be five dollars, <laughs> not four ninety nine. That's great. Yeah, not yeah. five oh one. They must yeah, be five dollars. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm walking. No, Jared. You know for a fact, will mm-hmm. he does stay with the subway uh, as much as possible? But he, if he's at uh, you know Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. He'll knock one back. Man. He's not, <laughs> he, he can't. He's got to live his life. <laughs> he must. Right? He can't yeah. just. You can't do it all the time. No. So uh, Jared, but why Irvin again? I know. I know Irvin was in Longest Yard, and that that's obviously a fit. I love Michael. Every time I see him, I'm happy. He's got. He's a. He's he's solid. He's got great personality, mm-hmm. and he's funny. In the you ask him to say this. It's automatically funny. Something about his personality. The only thing I don't like about Michael is mm. his handshake and how he crushes you. Oh, my Every, God. What is the matter it's, with it? It is like he's taking your blood pressure. <laughs> <laughs> he shakes he your hand right and you feel it. your arm my throb. My goodness. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. too strong. Adrian Peterson is like that, too. And you could yeah. feel that it's the, not, the vice-like hands. Yeah, the it's, athletes are a little nuts with that right. handshake. So yeah. does Irvin do what he does on game day morning, which is talk way past as long as many... <laughs> Longer than he's supposed to. I mean, no, yes, yes. He's no. run through many stop signs on on NFL game day morning. I don't know yeah, if you've seen that. I have too. seen that. Not on the set. No, he's very. He, he okay. hits his mark. He says his line. He's strong. He stays in character. Mm-hmm. You call cut. It's like big relief. He just kind of the sweat starts coming out. It's like now, now I can be myself. Again. Fantastic. McEnroe, though, on the other hand, he talks to. He talked a lot. McEnroe was on this. He's film in the as movie well. also. He in the same scene with Michael and those guys and. Uh, yeah, Michael uh, McEnroe can go. He can go long. This is fantastic. So, I mean, do you and 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 your uh, your guys who you do these films around? Do you just yeah. sit around and how does it come to your mind? Let's get McEnroe for this. Let's yes. get Rex for that. I mean, how does that? That's how... just luck. Uh, we, the Rex thing was luck. Uh, we were we had a lawyer character, and then Jack Garaputo said, "What about mm. Rex?" I said, "Oh yes, yes. I wonder if he would do it." And somehow he was cool enough to do it. But the other ones. I just I, I got to know those guys from Longest Yard, Michael and Romo and a few of the other fellas, and and I love those guys. So that's that's why we go. Let's get them in the movie quick. Dan right. Patrick, Dan's in there pretty quick, and Jack and Jill. He's got a quick little thing. But in the in the one with Rex, Dan has a big part. Dan has a huge part. You, you, Dan you Patrick, you have Dan Patrick is an Adam Sandler player. 
at this he's point. A, in he's, time. he's in. He's in the. Yeah. What you've done for Dan? You know what you've done for Dan? I mean, yeah, tell what, me. Here, I'll tell you what you've done. Because he Dan. tells me he does things for me. Yeah. No, 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 no. Don't be, <laughs> don't be ridiculous. <laughs> he, he, but that's Dan. That's Dan. You just got to look through this with DP. Uh, <laughs> what you've done for Dan is so many of us in the sports world who yeah. who love being in movies. I mean, right, that's it. right. You've what you've done. You're usually as yourself. You know, right, it's, it's right, usually right. Dan Patrick as himself. Right, or right, right. You, what you have done is you've removed the ass himself from his from his. He forced that on me. He forced that on me. He kept saying, don't make me be Dan in the next one. Make me the Irish cop. He would say that. He said that in the beginning. Right. And then slowly I said, he did Irish cop pretty good. All right, let's, let's bring him on to the next thing. And, you know, mm-hmm. whatever, eight, ten, whatever movies later, he's. He's, he stepped it up. He has stepped it up. Because, I mean, I think it started with Waterboy, where he yes. played himself. Yes. Right? He was talking about Bobby Boucher on yes, the Sports Center. Yes, he did. He did. Yeah. And then, he made a lot of sacks that day, and, and Dan reported the a news. A huge amount of sacks that day. It was <laughs> yeah, a record, record number of Bobby record Boucher record. sacks. Come on. Yeah. It was, but it was the water. We all know it was the water. It was. The H2O. Uh, and, and then it just progressed. Yeah. Where, yeah. where I, th- I think this is the, the proudest achievement of his career. I mean, he's won Emmys. He's handed yeah. out tro- he's handed out the NBA Larry O'Brien Trophy. He's yes, handed yeah. out the Lombardi Trophy. He's done skating, figure he's, skating. I think he has Maybe done figure has. skating. No, no, but he has done some. Well, stand- no, he's Stanley done. He's Cup done Olympic. He's done the Winter Olympic That's stuff. True. When he wears the Gore-Tex, which That's I, you right. know, yeah, he looks which great. He that. rocks the Gore-Tex for, for the Peacock <laughs> Network. Yes, but I think um, if if you started putting other people. Absolutely. From the sports world yeah. in that in those yeah. roles. Well, you started off, you're in this next one. The, you the, do a voiceover. I do a voiceover. You, kind of, you don't play really yourself. I mean, people might know. That's fine, but that's fine, Adam. Right. I, I'll take whatever, whatever that's comes That's where you start. Way. That's yeah. where you start. That's the how next I start. thing. I just want Dan to start hearing my footsteps. Oh, he that, feels that's, it. Does he, he feels it. He does feels he really? It. He, yeah, listen, that would be look, great. Number one, you were Rich Eisen. The second movie... I see Brad Hirschberg <laughs> being your father. <laughs> we'll see. We'll Brad Hirschberg. It sounds like. I, I, by the way, I could, I could uh, channel my inner Brad Hirschberg. <laughs> he's from Long well. Island. He's, he's a, I'll go back to my Camp Loconda days, as, you know, with the Jufro and when I you used to have it. hair. You got I it. I can nail it. I can nail that. So uh, let's talk a little bit about Jack and Jill. Um, okay. That just, again, coming out November 11th. You yes. play. I play, uh, uh, I play this nice guy who's mm-hmm. an executive who's. Who's got a, a life uh, with a wife and two kids? Katie mm-hmm. Holmes is my wife, and and she's a fantastic girl. And the, these two nice kids are, are are playing my children, and he has a decent life. He's around other celebrities a lot. He likes his L.A. lifestyle, but he's originally from the Bronx, and he's a, originally a twin, and he kind of ran away from the Bronx to live his new life out there. And every year his sister Jill shows up <laughs> and gets him tense. And that's and I play her. And also. you play Jill yes, yes. as well. It was disgusting for, for most of us. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, why why did you play a role where you're playing a man and also It the was written that way. Well. I read it. I okay. read it. I thought it was funny. Mm-hmm. I actually talked to Kevin James about it. Uh, about doing it together, and he was like, "No, no, no! Yeah, I mean, the whole joke is that you're twins." Mm-hmm. And um, and we thought, just thought it would be funny that their ident- their faces are identical, <laughs> and right. and ones, uh, uh, and they have two different attitudes. Mm-hmm. So, did you do the football thing and go look at 
the tapes of uh, Tom Hanks and Bosom Buddies and, uh, and Dustin <laughs> oh, Hoffman yeah. and Tootsie and Robin yes. Williams as Mrs. Doubtfire. I mean, did you, did you go to the tapes and see I how can't, this I did, and I, you know what? I noticed that they're all better than me. <laughs> so then I stopped looking at the tapes. I said, let me just forget about that. Well, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, No, I'm no, sure no. I'm be... solid as a rock. I play a, a great, a strong woman. Mm-hmm. She, uh, the difference between <laughs> me and those guys is they played guys playing girl, pretending to be girls for in a situation. That's I just, true. I literally just played a girl. That is a woman. You're just, you just flat out up. went for the estrogen. They kind of half-assed it. Yeah, <laughs> they're like, <laughs> and I just said, listen, I can be a lady for if I need to. Be. Right. Okay. And and also in this movie, Al Pacino. Al Pacino is in this film. Uh, uh, also likes the Jets, by the way. Is that right? Uh, yep, loves the Jets, and uh, and, and, and any, anything New York Al likes. But so yeah, Pacino in the movie. He's kind of losing his mind. He's acting too much. He's don't, doing, he's like overworked. He's on the verge of a nervous breakdown. In the movie, we see him <laughs> yell at a uh, theater member because their cell phone goes off in the middle of his performance. And we have Al just kind of ball out an, an audience for, for about two minutes. That must have been fantastic. It was the best, the best. Him, he, he stayed on script and then he started doing some Pacinoisms <laughs> and going after people. And it was very fun. And, and, uh, he, in a moment of weakness, he's at. We're at a Laker game. Right. They and in this movie there is a season, and so we, we have a um, me and me and uh, me and Jill are at the game. I'm trying to talk to Al as an ad exec to get him to do a Dunkin' Donuts commercial, and he can't keep his eyes off of Jill. Uh, there's something about Jill that's bringing him back to the Bronx and making him feel comfortable again. So he has a thing for Jill. And we go from there. So Al Pacino's in this. You've done Anger Management with Jack Nicholson. Yes, yes. Y- your next film has James Caan. That's true. In it. Yeah, we got some, some of the big boys. I mean, ha- ha- at any point in time when you go through this process with these guys, did you do you ever pull back and think that's that's, that's cool. Jack Nicholson? Yeah. Yes, that's, yes, yes, absolutely. That's Pacino. I mean, I-, I think after the fact, while they're there, I'm I'm just making sure they're having a good time. Right. Because you, know, you definitely want them coming back for more. Yeah, yeah. and right. you also don't want them bad-mouthing you either. They have some uh, some weight. And, and, and if they say bad things about you, uh-huh. people believe it. So you try to try to put on your best behavior. Of course, of course. And uh, did Tom Cruise stop by the set at any point? Of course. He loves his wife. He came by and, and again, kind of braided me, looked handsome, <laughs> made, <laughs> made the whole world turn and stare at him. And uh, I was... Right. Uh, that was a nothing for a bit. Terrific. He's well, a good man, too. Thanks for coming on and the podcast here. Adam, the, this is great. great to see you. Congratulations on the network Thank kicking you. some butt, too. And, and same to you with Jack and Jill coming out November 11th. Yes, yes. And um, and good luck to you and your Jets. The next one, buddy, you remember to watch it. You're in it. You're get, strong in it. Well, I'm he- you hear me in the next yes, one. Yes, but still. You see Dan. But again, this is not, a, I don't want to make we'll it seem, a, I don't want to, because now, now Dan's going to call and he's going to be like, you're trying to muscle in. You, you Maybe know. what about you two doing something together? You know, but he'd consider that muscling in a little bit. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Like yeah. he's doing, he does his own thing. I got you. All right, we'll figure. I don't want to. I don't want to. Don't even. Don't even worry. There's no. You're not giving me any pressure. But still. Okay. We're gonna get something. Okay. Something's gonna happen. I. I can't. I can't. Uh, I can't wait. I can't wait. And I can't Thank wait you. for the phone call from Dan. That'll be good. <laughs> Adam Sandler, go see Jack and Jill on November 11th at the theater near you, on the Rich Eisen podcast presented by Bud Light. I could not be more thrilled to have back on the podcast by popular demand uh, a legend in the booth, a legend 
of uh, sports broadcasting history. Well, it's very kind. Jim Brockmeyer, welcome back to the podcast. Very nice to be back. It's a podcast, right? That's yes. what this weird little room is? <laughs> it's, it's, it's a podcast. With yeah. a weird shower curtain up here? Also on, on television. It's sort of an audio uh, show on TV. Right. That sounds great. And... <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you you were uh, so uh, kind to do the plays of September. We figured with October now in the books, we'll have you come back and do that. Why not? It's not like I'm doing anything else, Rich Island. I'm just, although the comeback is going well. Yeah, the comeback is going well. I was at a grocery uh, mart store opening uh, not last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, wonderful time there. And uh, <laughs> I went out and uh, met the folks and uh, greeted some people. And uh, I was at a bowling alley a couple of weeks ago, too. That was a wonderful, wonderful night. Well, you're a man of the people, Jim. And, again, that's that's what what's what made you, you so what, successful. What, uh, you look like you're, are you. Do you also work backstage at a 99-seat theater? <laughs> what, is, what is your outfit? No, I've got the sweater thing going on. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a V-neck. It's a v, uh, went V-neck on you. Right, you today? did. Yeah, you yeah. went all V-neck on me. Well, I just again, I just want to make sure that every all the the T's are crossed, I's are dotted, and P's and Q's are minded because uh, I, I want to be on my on my best. For well, you're you. very kind, Richard, but you're a wonderful professional. It is my honor to sit here with you. Before we get to the plays of October, I do have to ask you about some of the uh, current issues in the National Football League and sure. get your expert uh, thoughts and analysis on this. The, the Saints get uh, waxed. In St. Louis, they went marching out after they did after after putting up sixty two <clears throat> points the week before. Yeah, how surprising is that Saints loss to you, Jim Brock? Oh, it's crazy. That's it's one of the things I love about the NFL, Rich Eisen. Is uh, it's, every once in a while you get a game like that, it just points up the inexplicable nature of life, doesn't it? Like mm. uh, reminds me a few years ago, I was uh, knocking back a few at my niece's wedding. <laughs> Next thing I know, it's two months later. I got lipstick on. I'm at a meeting of the John Birch Society. Oh. I mean, how did that? What happened there? What went on there? I'll never know, and neither will the Saints. You know, but what do you do? You just move on and you try to get off that weird mailing list. <laughs> That's what I did. Have you have you gotten off that weird mailing list? No, or? I still get stuff from them. They are annoying people. They do nice work, but uh, they are annoying, annoying people. Yeah, they 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 have some stick to itiveness. Those they do those perchers. Yeah, and well then the cow the Cowboys. I mean, the Cowboys are in Philadelphia this week. Yeah, Jim. I mean, and and I know the Eagles are coming off a bye week and looking strong, but the Cowboys. Hardly scored a point. Uh, that that was a surprising loss too. Yeah, but you week. know what? Get that surprise tone out of your voice, Richard. Okay. Because I'm, I I think we should stop being surprised by the Cowboys uh, disappointing us. You know what? They, they remind me of that actress. Uh, from what's that movie? Groundhog Day and Sex Lies and Videotape. Who was that? <laughs> Andy McDowell. Andy McDowell. They yeah. remind me of like that. You know, just you know, they got she got movie star looks, so they kept giving her movie star parts. And then why were we surprised when she just sucked in it? I mean, uh, she had the the dead eyes of a shark. She couldn't act worth a lick. Let's stop being surprised. That's like the Cowboys to me. They're Andy McDowell. They're the Andy McDowell. I think that Tony Romo is like her pretty face, and uh, I think her nice boobies are like uh, that big jumbotron they got at Cowboy Stadium. <laughs> That's the metaphor. That's the simile I want to throw out there. That's a that's a that that's a simile. It is, isn't to, it? To, <laughs> that is technically a simile. I think it is. A so I'm I'm sort of uh, yeah. concerned now to to ask you about this question because uh, everybody is talking about Tebow right now. Jim. Ah, Tim Tebow. Yeah, and and how he looked so great uh, in the final moments of Miami, and then the Lions just crushed him. Do you think? Uh, what 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 type of Tim Tebow performance do you think we're going to continue to see? Right now, I just I don't get everybody calling that a, a miracle comeback. You know the Dolphins are, they're just awful. They're just terrible. And beating them is is not like turning water into wine. It's like turning water into tepid water or something. <laughs> I don't know what that was, but. Uh, 
You know, Tebow's a good. I do love watching Tebow play. I mm-hmm. gotta say, he just he combines all oh, the fiery leadership of Ray Lewis with the uh, with the throwing ability of Ray Lewis, and um, <laughs> he's a, he's a, he is a good kid though. He he's right. got he does have uh, uh, everything uh, you want in a franchise quarterback, mm-hmm. except for accuracy, of course, and uh, and footwork, and uh, I guess ball security too. He doesn't have that, right? And also the ability to uh, read an NFL defense. Uh, or just to take a snap under center. He's got none of that. But other than that, he's you know what he, he's, a, he's a nice kid and a good-looking kid. Right. And I, I like watching him. I like watching him from different angles. Yeah. Yeah, he just he looks good. He looks good. When he's getting slammed and killed and hit, oh. he looks wonderful. Well, at least he was able to take a snap from center uh, a couple of times. No, it wasn't. Like, well, Phil Rivers, Phil Rivers wasn't oh, yeah. able to take a snap from center that was on that sad. Monday night game. That yeah. was quite something. What's happening with Rivers? What's going on? Is it lost? I, I, I watch him. I'm thinking, what is he thinking about? Is there some problem? Is there some like? Is he? Uh, was there a hot girl in the stands to, uh, distracted him or well, something? Well, apparently like that? there was, was like a, a, there's a, fireworks went off in the parking lot just as he was taking the snap. This is a true story. The fireworks that they're setting off fireworks in the Arrowhead parking lot for some reason. Really, I don't know why because the Chiefs were losing. Wow! But just that you could hear it. You could hear how. Uh, as he's taking the snap, there was some fireworks. That's a cra- That's like a Brady Bunch plot line or something. It that's does. like Greg Brady. I lost. I lost out to Warren Mullaney because on uh, first string quarterback because some fireworks were going off in the parking lot. And he set it up. I know he did. I, I, I don't buy that. I, I, I buy maybe some kind of natural thing. Like, ever see that movie, The Natural, starring Robert Redford? Sure. You know how like when Glenn Close stood up and whenever he was with Kim Basinger. Things went bad for him. Mm-hmm. Whenever he was with Glenn Close, they were good for him. Mm-hmm. I think uh, there's some uh, Kim Basinger going on. In, uh, so we should, we should look for this. We should look yeah, in the stands. Some devil woman mm-hmm. got him. Uh, got a mojo on him. Well, Jim, once again, some very keen insight uh, that you just don't get anywhere else. Thank it, you, Again, one of the many reasons why we have you here. Uh, and it's now time for plays of the month of October. So let's get right to it. All right. Don't, don't scream at me, boy. I was in this business while you were still in diapers. All right, everybody, because one person stopped me on the street and told me he almost liked it. Let's go once again and take a look at the NFL highlights for the month of October. All right, number 10. Let's start off with a play that's pretty as a picture. Tight end Dallas Clark of Indianapolis snags this catch with only one hand and quickly taps both feet in. Isn't that beautiful? I'll tell you, Colts fans should just spend their Sundays watching that play on a loop over and over again until they fall asleep to sweet dreams of Peyton being able to turn his head 90 degrees again. Shouldn't they? I think they should. Of course, if I live in Indianapolis, uh, not much else to do, is there, Rich Hasen? It's a dream of Peyton coming back. All right, next up, here's number nine. Dolphin QB Matt Moore attempts a one-way ticket to Revis Island, but instead it's a round-trip flight as Revis takes it back 100 yards for the touchdown. Yeah, I think the most remarkable thing about that play is that the Dolphins almost scored, Rich Eisen. Did you see that? I did, yeah. They were near the end zone. <laughs> First time this season. I don't know, Miami, I think they better take up horseshoes or hand grenades or tiddlywinks or some kind of thing if they want to have any enjoyment or any reason to cheer this season. Hand grenades might be might be a bit much. Number eight. All right, let's watch the Browns kick off to the Raiders' Jacoby Ford, who starts up the gut, then breaks to the outside, where he tight ropes that sideline like he's a French clown in some kind of arty farty circus. Hey, I caught one of those in uh, Vegas once. I spent two hundred clams to watch a bunch of I don't know weirdos prance around to Elvis songs. They robbed that man of his dignity, and he died on the toilet, folks. So that is not easy to do. 
All right, in a hoodles, uh, here's another kickoff. At number seven, Mark Mariani of the Titans attempts the return, but look who makes the tackle, Texans kicker Neil Rackers. And then Rackers celebrates like he single-handedly won World War II or something. I tell you what, only a kicker would throw himself a sideline party for making the tackle. I mean, you're a football player, sir. That is your job. You don't hear me celebrating the sound of my own amazing voice, do you? It makes me sick. Can I just say it? I'm choking on my own bile, Rich Eyes, and I hate kickers. Careful. No, I can't stand them. I hate, I hate anybody who kicks anything. I hate soccer players, anybody. Francis the Mule, uh, anyone who kicked a habit. I hate kickers. Here we go with number six. Hey, look at this wackiness at the end of the Jag Bengals game. Jacksonville attempts the old Stanford band lateral play, but instead they all stumble around like drunk frat guys looking for a place to vomit, don't they? Careless, Rich Eisen. Very careless with the football. And like Don Corleone once said, women and children can afford to be careless, but never men. Never men. Okay, but practice makes perfect. And just two weeks later, the Jags successfully pull off two laterals against Houston. They're like the Harlem Globetrotters of football, aren't they? If the Globetrotters were just unwatchable on offense. All right, next up, number five. Let's roll this next play from the Jets-Chargers game where Mark Sanchez completes the ball to Dustin Keller. But Donald Butler gets his hands up in there and rips it away just like my ex-wife ripped out my self-respect. And just like her, Butler runs as far as he can in the other direction. Oh, don't even try to chase him, Dustin. That's just what she wants. She is a terrible whore. And touchdown, Chargers! You can't say whore. It's NFL Network. All right, number four. Hey, Rich Eisen. Yes, Jim Brock. Here's a hilarious blooper. Eagle center Jason Kelsey somehow can't tell Michael Vick is in shotgun and fumbles the ball off his own keister. Which means Kelsey's nethers are a toughened hide from which he has no feeling. Or that Vic's hands are so soft he could be touching us all right now and we wouldn't notice. Either way, butt fumble, everybody. High five. Okay, <laughs> I love a good butt fumble. Here we go with number three. Oh, hey, check out Victor Cruz of the Giants tipping the ball to himself, then sprinting all the way to the end zone where he busts out an impressive cha-cha. But later, Brandon Browner of the Seahawks gets revenge when he intercepts another Cruz tip and dances the running man all the way down the sideline. You know, at a discotheque uh, three months ago, I did the running man, and everybody, they just laughed at me. Ah, oh, seriously, never get old, everybody. It's, it's just awful. It's terrible. At number two, no collection of NFL October highlights could be complete without the handshake scuffle between coaches Jim Harbaugh and Jim Schwartz. Look at them harmlessly yapping at each other like two of the tiniest dogs at the dog park. What a disappointing coach fight, huh? And I once saw Don Shula try to rip off Hank Stram's toupee with his teeth, and Stram's toupee won. Thing was made out of some kind of hair-based grizzle or something. He had a name for it, too. I think he called it Stephen. I didn't make it up. I'm not making this stuff up. Don't shoot the messenger. All right, at number one, let's end with another Harbaugh highlight. Now, normally the biggest laugh in any NFL game comes when a lineman gets a hold of a football. It's, uh, it's really the only socially appropriate time to laugh at a fat person running, isn't it? But Jim Harbaugh is some kind of a mad genius because he purposefully designed pass patterns for two different Niner linemen, which both resulted in first downs. I don't know, maybe he'll throw to a kicker next, and then the ball can be shipped to Kenton for being the first time those SOBs did anything. And there goes the bile again, I'm sorry. Okay, probably a good place to stop right there before I go on some kind of kicker rant again and get myself all worked up and have to go back to that little uh, little farm retreat place they sent me to that one time. Uh, Jim, once again, you killed it. You just that was that was great. I mean, uh, and, and it seemed like you were, again, working something out. You were working through something the kickers and um you know and your ex-wife made it in in one of the uh 
one of the I apologize. Interception. I am working out some. I am you know exercising some personal demons, mm-hmm. and I, I'm trying to move away from that. I'm getting better each time. I think I'm getting less angry. There's no question. Yeah, you're you're definitely. But less kickers, angry than kickers deserve it. Uh, kickers, uh, excuse me, but even if I were happy as a clam, I would hate kickers. Right. I mean, they're terrible, terrible people. So, so then next next month, maybe we'll just uh, we'll just keep the kickers out because I I, I don't want to I want to put you in a position to succeed and not fail. Well, that's being afraid. I, I want to get back on the horse. I want to try it again and see if I can be professional. <laughs> well, you're plus you're, I kind of like I kind of like screaming about them. <laughs> you're working through something. I, yeah, I, I like it. Yeah, okay, yeah. that's good. Please don't take my kicker kicker rants away. No, no, I would never do that. And and Jim, you're you're welcome back anytime you wish. It's good to see. you. Oh, it's a pleasure, Jim. Bob. Sorry. No, it's okay. Did I, did I do? What, what? That that a, See, professionals don't don't do that, Rich Allen. I'm just again. I'm just a little nervous around you, Jim. I understand. Again, you're a legend. I mean, you you've been there. You've done that, and it's true. Well, and, I'll uh, let you go first. No, that's no, okay. Yeah, yeah. But Jim, Jim Brockmeyer, everybody here on the Rich Eisen podcast. Pleasure to be here, everybody. <laughs> everybody. <laughs> Great stuff, Jim Brockmeyer, Adam Sandler. Again, go see Jack and Jill. Coming to a theater near you, November the 11th. Good times. Good movie. Certainly enjoy what you can from week number nine as well. Great games coming up on the docket this week. The Ravens and the Steelers on Sunday night. Then you've got the Monday night game. The Bears at the Vikings. The Chargers are uh, are hosting the Packers with their backs against the wall. Uh, the Raiders have Tim Tebow in the house. And then after those two teams play um, in their respective homes, the Raiders go to the home of the Chargers to kick off Thursday night football. NFL Network is your home for Thursday night football with the Chargers and the Raiders kicking off week number 10. So there's a whole bunch of fun stuff in week number nine, including the Jets and the Bills, as Adam Sandler was referring to. And... Um, the Bud Light fan camps. If you're in uh, towns like Wichita, Kansas, Baltimore, Maryland, Seattle, Washington, or Tampa, Florida, you can enjoy Week 9 Bud Light fan camps. For more information on the fan camps, please go to the Bud Light Facebook page. And always do remember, you must be 21 years or older to participate. That wraps things up. Enjoy Week 9. I hope you enjoyed the Adam Sandler and uh, Jim Brockmeyer podcast. You can also download... Um, Peter King and Jay Glazer from earlier this week together. And uh, that is as the entire library lives on iTunes and also available at richeisen.nfl.com. Thanks for listening as always. And tell your friends, download. Why not? Peace out. Stay listening to 